trust in me Like I'm your only brother Like I'm your only friend In the world we can pretend we don't exist Picture this And I'll make it better And you can make it better When you breathe in, out and in So heals and crosses her heart sexual situations and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, you know it. I know it. We talk about it. We do it. Uh, we love it. That It does not matter who the host is. What the important factor is to the whole equation is who is sitting on that other side who has their earbuds on, who has the headphones, who is taking a listen to what the hell is going on. Anyways, we are broadcasting from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM, and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. And just in case you were lost, it is Tuesday, September the 27th of 2022, day 270th of the year, and only 95 days left to go before you see the end of the shit show that is known 2022. So there you go. A lot of stuff has happened in this year. I'll tell you, this this year has been better than the last um, previous years of everything that's been going around going on and going around that is for sure you know when you kind of sit back for a moment and you think about lockdown and lock up because that's what it felt like uh can you really say that this year has been bad i mean there's been some different things that have happened but i guess that's the way you have to take a look at it with everything that was going on in the world for the last two years um, so I guess that's just the way that it goes. So with that being said, let's move forward and start talking right away about some of the things that were trending, because I think that that's always important to do so. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, with that being said, let's start talking right away what was trending in the overnight. Edward Snowden was trending on Monday after Vladimir Putin granted the former NSA contractor citizenship. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. Um, let's see. Hurricane Ian landed in Twitter's top 10 trends as the Category 3 storm barrels towards Florida. Asteroid Impact Live was trending on Monday as NASA's Space Dark collided with a small asteroid at more than 14,000 miles per hour, more than uh, 1.3 million turned into a watch to the impact we can talk about that a little bit more if you'd like also nfl fans reacted to the reports that miles garrett was in a single car crash 
on Monday. We can talk a little bit more about that if you would like as well. So let me tell you real quick about how we do our thing on the show here. It's kind of a simple process. If you want to interact with the show, the simplest way of doing so is you go to callinradio.com. You know, it's on the bottom of the screen if you're hanging out. It's right there, right there. If you're looking on the screen, it says go to call in radio to interact. It's, it's a simple process. If you go anywhere else, I won't see it. I really won't. I won't see it until I'm done with the show and go, oh, well, that was a good comment <laughs> or that was a good note or that was a good message. So call in radio will get you directly into our studio um, in regards over the boxy oxy. Um, also, it will get you into our little video system. It will get you into our audio system if you want to do the voice-to-voice, face-to-face, or just do the messages. So that's what happens there. So we do hang out on kind of a multiple array of things. We do a podcast, which this show eventually becomes. We also do our radio show, which is what you're listening to at the moment, unless you're listening to the podcast format because that could become confusing. And then we are on a video streamer because somebody lost their mind and thought that it was a good idea to do that. We talk about the news and safety, but mostly about the news and then safety and then safety in the news. We bring in some professional broadcasters to talk about what the hell is going on inside of the world because that's important because they're professionals and I'm just an asshole that sits back here and talks about the things that's going on in my head. So that's what happens most of the time. Uh, so with that being said, should we bring in the professional broadcasters for them to talk about what is going on inside of the world of the news? Are you ready for the care or the scare would be the question to talk about. So with that being said, we do all of this stuff. We package it all up together after we do a main story. And then we give it back to you, the people, to do all the stuff that you want to do with it. Um, I guess it's it's an interesting world that we live in as we are doing our thing. So with that being said, I think it is time to bring in the professional broadcasters and let them Take it away and do everything that they need to do. So let's get you into the news right now. Here is the news on the Rated R Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. Hurricane Ian is nearing western Cuba as a strong Category 2 storm. The latest update from the National Hurricane Center puts the storm about 85 miles east of Cuba's western tip with sustained winds of 110 miles per hour. In Florida, officials and residents are preparing for the worst, with the storm expected to intensify as it approaches Florida's west coast Wednesday into Thursday. NASA is putting away the Massive Artemis moon rocket to protect it from Hurricane Ian. Mark Mayfield has the story. Managers made that decision on Monday based on the expected weather conditions from the storm in the coming days around the Kennedy Space Center area in eastern Florida. The move delays the third launch attempt for the Artemis 1 mission, which is working to send an uncrewed capsule around the moon. Technical issues halted the first two attempts to get the rocket into space. The setback is likely to push NASA's next try into November. The University of Idaho is warning staff not to provide birth control pills or reproductive health services after the state's near-total abortion ban went into effect last month. The warning in a memo that went out last week advised against providing birth control pills and condoms. The university issued the warning because the law is unclear on birth control for what it calls prevention of conception. Vice President Harris is sent to visit the Korean demilitarized zone on Thursday. The White House said she'll travel to the area dividing the Korean peninsula to meet with service members and get a briefing from U.S. commanders. It's all part of this week's trip to Asia where Harris is leading a U.S. delegation at the funeral of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Leaders from around the world, as well as thousands of protesters, have gathered for Shinzo Abe's funeral in Tokyo. NASA's DART probe has been directed into an asteroid in a successful intentional collision. Several UK lenders have withdrawn mortgage deals because of uncertainty after last week's mini-budget. And in a sign of growing ties between Russia and India, Moscow says it wants to partner with Delhi on 5G. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R 
Car Safety Show on Safety FM. The White House is proposing rules to make airline fees more transparent. It would require airlines and travel agencies online to disclose fees for seat selection, checked baggage, and other add-ons. Uh, we still have too many situations where passengers, you think you're getting a, a low fare, you think you're getting a great deal, uh, but it wasn't obvious what the fees were that, that you could expect. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said passengers deserve to know the full true cost of their flights before buying tickets. The proposed rules are the Biden administration's effort to help protect passengers after a rough season of travel this summer. The Coast Guard spotted a combined Chinese and Russian naval convoy close to an Alaskan island. The seven-vessel convoy sighted in the Bering Sea 86 miles off Kiska Island included a destroyer and a guided missile cruiser. The Coast Guard cutter Kimball monitored the ships before they broke formation and sailed away. This happened a month after NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg warned about China's interest in the Arctic and Russia's growing military buildup near the top of the world. A man is in possession of a 13th century manuscript after he bought it for $75 at an estate sale in Maine. More from Brian Shook. Will Sidiri said he was at the sale in Waterville when he spotted the framed page of Latin script, and it reminded him of something he saw during a course he took on medieval manuscripts. Sidiri showed the page to his former professor, who sent it to a colleague who confirmed it appeared to have been written in France during the late 13th century. The page could be worth up to $10,000, but Sidiri said he has no plans to sell it. I'm Brian Shook. And actor Alec Baldwin could soon face criminal charges in the fatal shooting on the set of his movie, Rust. Reports say the Santa Fe District Attorney's Office filed a request for funds so her office could prosecute up to four people in connection with the shooting death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins, but no names were mentioned. This comes as the Santa Fe Sheriff's Office is preparing to release its final investigative report on the shooting. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and we're not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad? Your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. All right, class, let's hear what everyone did this weekend. Jill? Well, I raised my older sister to a big oak tree. It was at least a hundred years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something. And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this huge rock and saw all these little minnows swimming around way below us. And then I rescued my little brother from an evil slug king who was guarding him at the bush fortress. And my sister and I brought him back to our super twig fort for safety. And then we all laid out and told stories until it got dark. And the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? Yeah. We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Anyone want to come this weekend? (laughs) 
Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre Accident Investigation, Blaine J. Hoffman with the Safety Pro, The Hop Nerd, Sam Goodman, just to name a few on what can be found on the station. Different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form. SafetyFM.com. Go to the website, download the app, and carry it with you all day long. SafetyFM.com. We'll be waiting for you. Another pitfall of our society. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. Currently 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this malacrous <laughs> yeah, uh, Tuesday. So there you go. A lot of stuff to go on, a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of things going on inside of the world of the news. Thank you for the love that's coming up inside of the box because that's always a good thing to see. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll get to the Snowden stuff in a moment, so don't go too far away. So don't worry about that. Anyways, take a listen to this. Elon Musk is spending the first half of the week in a confidential deposition with Twitter lawyers ahead of the trial scheduled for October the 17th over whether to enforce his acquisition of the social media platform. The trial will last about five days, given the original acquisition timeline was supposed to be to have things wrapped up by the end of the year. Worth noting, the whole circus could be a ruse that forces Twitter to make public data. It uh, has carefully curated about how many accounts are real versus bots. That reminds me of that song, Nobody's Real by Power Man 5000. Makes you think about some things going on. So what do you think will be the, the end game with this? Because, listen, I am sure that there are some bots inside of that system. Because if you take a look around, there's bots in almost every social media platform. But to what extent will be the big question that occurs. And at the end of the day, wasn't Musk going to create his own social media platform before the Twitter thing came about? I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is, uh, you know, a state of play. Who knows? Something to think about. Anyways, Edward Snowden has been granted Russian citizenship. Worth remembering that Snowden was the NSA contractor who, in 2013, leaked details about a global surveillance state and concerns about individual privacy. He was granted asylum in Russia in 2013 and residency in 2020, and now Russia is granting him a passport without requiring that uh, he renounce his U.S. citizenship. Snowden faces multiple espionage counts in the U.S. So there you go. What do you think? I mean, I think it's an interesting one. It reminds me of Julian Assange as well. I mean, he did not have the same outcome when it came to the whole thing. But what do you think about this? Do you think that Snowden will ever make it into the U.S.? Or do you think that it's something that will never happen uh, just because of everything that happened back in 2013? And some people consider him a hero, and some people consider him a zero. Which way do you take a look at the whole thing? Because that is something to think about, for sure. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. Let's talk a little bit more. Wildlife officials in Utah have euthanized a Kruger after it attacked hikers over the weekend. Two runners on the pipeline trail in Mill Creek Canyon suddenly encountered the big cat on Sunday. The Kruger jumped at them, clawing one of, of the runner's legs while the other uh, threw a rock at it, which sent it running away. The clawed victim was treated for puncture wounds and released. Officials then used, the hou- used hounds to locate the Kruger and have followed the state's Department of Wildlife Resources policy to put down wild animals that injure humans official caution others that krueger's was likely startled and not looking for a fight 
Well, I'm sure the guy or the person that got the puncture does not think about it in that fashion. I'm just saying. Because when you get punctured by, you know, this giant thing, you're not going to sit there and go, ah, I wasn't looking for a fight. Just things just happen. Not the way that things mostly go about. All right, take a listen to this one. Nah, now that Hurricane Ian is official, Artemis is almost certainly won't see another launch window until November, as previously discussed. The rocket is headed back to the vehicle assembly building, and the conditions won't allow it to return to the pad. Um, to the to the pad for October the second potential launch date. So there you go. You're probably looking at November before you see anything there. So there you go with that one. Anyways, meanwhile, NASA DART mission or double asteroid redirection test was successfully impacted on Monday night. The 160 meter asteroid orbiting another asteroid nearly seven million miles away from Earth. While the asteroid system poses no threat of impact to Earth, the program was a test for the theory to change the trajectory of the celestial rock that might have caused a catastrophic damage to the planet in the future. The farther out these asteroids can be identified, the more time NASA would have to change the path. Even a few miles per hour of speed and a small changes in the course can make a major difference in trajectory. Worth noting on the cosmic sail, of course. Despite being the subject of a countless sci-fi movies over the years, this is the first of its kind mission to actually play out. We really are living in the future. But technically, if we're talking about countless sci-fi movies that already have come out, wouldn't that be in the past? So it's kind of a weird one to say when you do kind of verbalize the whole thing. Uh, so, by the way, the impact was successful. It takes weeks, if not months, to measure the effect of the impact and had changing the speed and the direction of the asteroid. So, what do you think about it? A lot of stuff there, for sure. Anyways, there have been multiple reports of strange sounds playing over the loudspeakers during several American airlines um, originating flights from LAX in, in the recent weeks. One Twitter user grabbed the sound and played it. So let's see if we can get a hold of this real quick. Take a listen. Hold on. Is it on mute? It's on mute. It doesn't do us a lot of good on mute. Hold on. Let's do this again. Someone on this flight seems to have broken in system and continues to make a sound that is somewhere between an orgasm and vomiting. Ladies and gentlemen, we realize there is an extremely irritating sound coming over the public announcements. The flight deck is trying to troubleshoot, trying to turn it off, so please be patient with us. We know this is a very odd anomaly and none of us are enjoying it, so we do appreciate your attention just for a few more moments so we figure out how to turn it off. Thank you. I mean, and this goes on for like two minutes. I got more. Hold on. Who is having a puke yank? So there you go. Just some interesting stuff that's going on right there. So I guess if you're on a flight and you hear the weird... um, the weird sounds that have been compared to animal grounds, bodily functions, and sex moans. An official statement by American Airlines blamed a technical malfunction, but security experts suggest that someone likely hacked the intercom system in the flight. So there you go. So my question becomes, do you think the person was on the flight, or do you think the person was somewhere not on the flight itself? It makes you, do, it makes you question a lot of things about how secure are some of these systems. Just some things to think about. Anyways, with that being said, currently 24 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's go ahead and bring some John Smalls inside of here and let us let him tell us about what the hell's going on with the market beat. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. Equities began the week on a solid footing, but early gains Monday quickly evaporated. The S&P 500 closed with a loss for the day and just above the summer lows, which is the key level to watch this week. If the index slips below this level, the market could begin to pick up momentum on the slide to new lows. In that scenario, the S&P 500 could fall to the 3,500 level or lower. One catalyst that could lead to such a move is the PCE price 
Index on Friday. The index is expected to accelerate on a core basis in both the month-to-month and year-over-year comparisons. This data would support the need for another aggressive FOMC interest rate hike, and it could come in hotter than expected. While gas prices have come down from their peak, the rise in fuel prices and other commodities is still working its way through the economy and is underpinning core consumer-level inflation. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thanks, John Small, for that information right there, keeping us informed on what is going on. The Dow lost about 329 points on Monday to close at 29,260. It's now down, um, let's see, so it's now down 20% from the last peak, formerly uh, putting the exchange to bear the market no matter how hard you know, no matter how hard you take a look at it, the um, this has actually changed throughout the last year. The S&P lost about 38 points to close at 3,655. The NASDAQ lost about 65 points to close at 10,802. West Texas Intermediate fell to $76 a barrel. Brent crude closed at $82 a barrel. These prices slides indicate increasing fears of global recession heading into the winter with energy insecurity. The national average price of a gallon of gas was edging upward, increasing to $3.73. Bitcoin added about $290 on Monday, trading just shy of $19,000. There was about 2,894 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Monday, and about 115 such cancellations. But I don't know if any of those had uh, the sex moan sounds uh, that were just going on a few moments ago. So there you go. Some stuff to think about as we are talking. Anyways, let's talk about the charts real quick because it is Tuesday. So we do talk a little bit about some musica because I think that that's going to be important. So let's talk about what was going on with um, iTunes and what were the top five songs that were going on over there. At number five was Jelly Row with Son of a Sinner. At number four was One Republic, I Ain't Worried. At number three, Kane Brown and Caitlin Brown with Thank God. At number two was David Guerta with I'm Good. And at the number one spot, according to iTunes, was Sam Smith and Kim Petras with Unholy. So there you go. If you're taking a look at what the hell was going on in Spotify, it sounded something like this. At the number five spot was Post Malone and Tasha Cat with I Like You. At number four was Blackpink with Shut Down. At number three was Nicki Minaj with Super Freaky Girl. At number two was David Guerta with I'm Good. And at the number one spot on both of them, Sam Smith and Kim Petra with Unholy. So there you go. Some stuff going on on both ends, if one may say it in that format and not sound totally terrible. So there you go. With that being said, let's continue talking a little bit more about some things that are going on inside of the world of the news. A new report identifies the most foul-mouthed cities in California. Take a listen to this. According to the study conducted by Preply, you'll hear more profanity in San Francisco and Los Angeles than in any other cities in the state. San Francisco residents swear an average of 24 times a day, 21 times a day in Los Angeles. The report also noted that San Diego is one of the least foul-mouthed cities in the entire country. I'm Phil Hewlett. Hold on. They only cuss 24 times a day in Los Angeles, and that's considered high? Man, they should make it a Florida. I think that 24 times is kind of low if you're really putting it out there and some things that we're talking about, but that's just me. Anyways, take a listen to this. A new core filing revealing that the NFL Hall of Famer Brett Favre uh, press the Mississippi state officials to funnel state welfare funds into a sports facilities at his alma mater. Take a listen to this. New texts show Favre in contact with then-Governor Phil Bryant and other state officials as he pushed to secure funding meant for people in poverty. I need your influence somehow to get donations and or sponsorships, Favre texted Bryant in April 2017. Court records show that Favre secured $5 million in state welfare money to build a new volleyball arena for the University of Southern Mississippi, but he continued to lobby for more funds in 2019 despite the legality uh, the legality questions. Brian reportedly told Favre that the misuse of them could be illegal. The former governor texting back, I'm too old for federal prison. The former NFL quarterback has not been charged in the state welfare scandal, but Sirius Radio is putting his weekly football show on pause as of Monday. So what do you think? What do you think about it? 
makes you kind of wonder some stuff, I would imagine, as we are talking. So there you go. Uh, let's talk about some other stuff that is going on. One of Russian, uh, one, one of Russian presidents, Vladimir Putin, allies is raising the specter of a nuclear strike on Ukraine. Former President Dmitry, and I'm not going to be able to say his last name, Bedeviv, I think, said that today that Russia has the right to defend itself with nuclear weapons if it's exist if it if his existence is threatened i think putin is feeling increasingly uh, cornered uh, which is a, a worrisome development because uh, as a cornered uh, rat uh, he may opt for taking some steps that he would prefer to avoid that's former cia director john brennan the, th- the threat comes as moscow is about to annex a large stretches of the ukraine territory after what the Ukraine, well, after what the Ukraine said, the U.S. and other Western nations call shame to, to the reforms in those territories on becoming part of Russia. Kremlin leaders have strongly hinted that the attacks on those areas of the Ukraine would be seen as attacks on Russia itself. So a lot of things going on right there as we are talking. I don't know. It makes you kind of think about a lot of stuff. Because we are talking about this. Anyway, take a listen to this. Uh, a, a man in Chicago was wounded after he was shot by an officer in a, in a Chicago police facility on the west side. The CPD superintendent, David Brown, says that the man entered the facility in the South Holman Avenue yesterday while SWAT officers were conducting a training and picked up at least two guns from the table. The person, the offender, points those guns at officers. Uh, and is uh, fired upon and struck uh, by one of the officers. The man was taken to the hospital in good condition while officers were hospitalized with a sprained ankle. So there you go. Take a listen to this one. Police are still looking for a 15-year-old girl believed to have been abducted by her father in Fontana. People who live in the neighborhood were um, have been shaken up since the disappearance. I feel horrible for her family. For the little girl that they're looking for, uh, I can only imagine how it's going to affect her for the rest of her life. The man is accused of shooting his ex-wife, who is also the girl's mother, to death during a domestic dispute on Monday morning. Then taking his daughter, a second victim was shot but was not hit. The suspect, a 45-year-old Antonio Graciano, is considered armed and dangerous, and he is believed to be driving a 2017 Nissan Frontier. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on in that neck of the woods. Anyways, currently 32 minutes past the top of the hour. I think it is time to do that thing that we do around this time. So let's do it right now because I think it's going to be important. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. You know, our main story sometimes focus on some of the anomalies that occur inside of our workplace. Sometimes those anomalies are good. Sometimes those anomalies are bad. But at sometimes they are anomalies. And I continue to go around and get to interact with people and talk with people and all that kind of fun stuff about what is going on inside of the world. And I am still amazed that till this day, we have conversations about drive to zero. And I know, I know, I know, as I say this, that we have had this conversation during our main story on more than one occasion. But I still struggle with understanding what is the appeal? What is so glamorous that everybody thinks that this is going to work when they hear about it? And listen, I know that you don't go to work with the intention of getting anybody hurt. But how can you stand there and say, We need to have nada. We need to have no incidents across the board. Now, listen, when you say I don't want any fatalities, I get it. But when you say the drive to zero includes injuries, I have a hard time understanding it. I mean, conceptually, it is such a great idea. It is, wow, this is the, you know, the coup de grace of the things of that you want to accomplish. And it makes sense. 
that this is what you're trying to do because you don't want anybody to be hurt at your workplace. But when you sit around and talk about that zero needs to be the number, is it a realistic approach? Is it something that you can sit back and go, yes, this makes sense to do? Because listen, if you have a rainstorm that's coming your general direction, it would be like me telling you, okay, our goal for today is that no outside of a building gets wet as the rainstorm goes over. I mean, you know, and I know that realistically that makes absolutely no sense. But I also know that you can't make a board and you can't make a slogan about the drive to five. Because we don't want five deaths. We don't want five injuries. I get it. But still, at what point does we take taking a look at this and go, this is not, you know, as seductive as you think. And just because you want to put a jingle, a slogan, a promo clip together on how you're going to drive, you know, this fancy marketing inside of your organization about drive to zero does not mean that it will be effective. Because here's what happens. The moment, and I mean the moment that something goes wrong, the moment that something does not happen the way that you had it planned out, this means that now your whole program has went to the shitter. And let's be realistic on this, because a lot of people are going to have a struggle with me saying that. And that's okay. But think about it. Your plan has been designed that the moment that you are not having zero, everything resets. Might as well put one of those stupid boards up on the wall that says, we have had zero injuries since blah, 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 so many days. That's how effective they are. What I mean, you are looking for people not to report. Just say, opposed to, I want the drive to zero, I want the not report game. Think about it, because all of a sudden, now, if you are the person who is reporting that there is an incident or an accident that occurred during your drive to zero, now you're the asshole that broke everything down. I mean, you might as well put a bonus structure on it. That's how ridiculous these programs cost, or at least come across as we are talking. Convince me that I am giving you inaccurate information. Convince me that I'm wrong about this. I mean, in regards of saying it, it makes a lot of sense that, yes, it sounds pretty and it sounds like a a marketing ploy, but that's it. It doesn't do any well-being for your organization. It doesn't do any well-being for your team members and employees. It's a lot of stuff to think about. It's a lot of stuff to get put into consideration as we are talking as well. So this is why I bring this up. And I know that a lot of people are not going to love me talking about this because you can't talk about the almighty zero tolerance. You can't talk about the almighty drive to zero because if you do, oh no, you're talking against the big two and you know how the big two are. Yeah, I'm talking about those big two organizations that go push this shit all the time. And listen, I get it. I get it that there are some people that are out there that they they will stand and they will fall with, hey, the drive to zero. Do you want to be one of those people? It's really something to think about because at the end of the day, will this make you a success or will it make you a failure? Think about it. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now? That live streaming thing and you don't know where to start or what to do. I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44 social media platforms all at one time. 
All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. (laughs) The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. (laughs) And kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. (laughs) And with any luck funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have any body to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. (laughs) It's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. (laughs) That's really funny. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. All my intentions are this is just a chapter, one more read up after. There you go, 43 minutes past top of the hour. This still is the Rated R Safety Show. Coming across on Safety FM and Radio Big. So this song right here is Natalie by Sean McVary. Songs readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, good old Natalie. You can take a little download of it or a little stream of it if you like. So, there you go. Two, two, two. 
So there you go. Let's get back into the move and the groove of things inside of our little show. Thanks to Sean McVeary for allowing us to play that here. Uh, so let's talk real quick about the most important thing that I will tell you at any point in my lifetime. And that's about my friends at 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. If you're not familiar with them, you can go to their website at 988lifeline.org. They can help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention, and crisis resources for you and loved ones, and the best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information or to be able to use their services, you can do this at the following methods. You can go to 9888lifeline.org. You can text the word TALK to 988, or you can just call 988 directly off your phone, and that will put you into the 988 Lifeline. Keep in mind that the 1-800-273-TALK phone number is still readily available, but 988 we kind of figure that it'll be easier for people to remember to be able to use the services. Don't let this pass you by. If you are struggling with mental health, if you are struggling from depression, if you are having suicidal tendencies, contact the national number at 988. Go to the website 988lifeline.org or text 988 as previously discussed. So thank you for taking a listen to that because I always think that that is so important for us to have the conversation about. Let's continue talking a little bit about some things that are going on inside of the world of the news. And by the way, thank you for all the stuff that is coming in to the box. And yes, I know that there are some people that love their drive to zero. So you can love it. It's okay. We can still be friends. We don't have to agree on everything. We can still hang out with each other. You don't have to be nasty inside of the box. I don't try to be nasty inside of the radio. I don't try to be nasty on the mic. I just try to be honest to the best way possible that I can be. And I know not everybody loves it, uh, but maybe it is kind of filtered the way that I think about some of these things because, you know, I've been doing this for a hot minute and I don't understand some certain um, behaviors in regards to how people think it's a good idea, but we can leave that for another day. Let's get into some new stuff because I think it's important. Homework from home. Take a listen to this. It is part of your nightly routine to help your kids with their homework. If so, you might want to rethink that. New U.S. research says that children are able to tackle their homework alone. Parents should put down the pencils and let their kids do the work. According to the new study, it doesn't matter if the parent has a high school diploma or a graduate degree. Helping kids with their homework doesn't help them learn effectively. In fact, your help may be um, doing the opposite. In the studies, kids who have had um, who have can, um, who have had actual help showed conject con, oh my god cognitive loss. Apparently, I can't read today. Cognitive loss, not remembering what they learned at school, and an adverse effects on home emotional climate, fighting with parents to complete homework and deferred responsibility, not doing their homework because they know mom or dad will you know will do it for them. What can parents do to support their kids with their homework instead of helping them create a quiet place where they can do the work, have all the necessary necessary supplies on hand, and design time for every day for them to do their homework? So good luck with that, number one. And number two, why, why don't we just rethink this thing? Why are we teaching children, I mean, here's my question, that they should bring work home? Because essentially, that is how you will still be programmed later in life as an adult, where you think you should do the work that you get paid for to take it home after hours to continue to do it. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like a programmable method there, where now all of a sudden you have people working their ass off because they're afraid that um, they're not doing all the work that they're supposed to be doing. It becomes a weird thing. It's kind of like a cycle of event. So besides that, I have no idea what's going on with the weird ways that they teach kids to solve math problems these days. That's another thing that we can talk about in regards of why do we force them to do work from home when they're home? I mean, shouldn't there be enough time inside of the day while they're at school for them to complete everything that he's done, opposed to, hey, kid, you need to take some homework home? I mean, I don't know. I know some people are not going to like that, but, hey, whatever. It is stuff to talk about. 
It is things to um think about as well. Anyways, let's get into some other information. Netflix is planning to open a video game studio in Finland. Take a listen to this. The streaming giant made the announcement Monday. It's the latest development into the company's entry into mobile gaming back in 2021. Netflix bought Finland-based Next Games for $72 million and hopes to have as many as 50 games in its library by the end of this year. The games are based on hit Netflix series like Stranger Things and Queen's Gambit. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, thank you, Trey Thomas. Thomas for that. Now, listen, I will tell you, here's an interesting thing, and I don't know if you know this, but if you do travel to a different country, and I'll use this as an example, when I went to Mexico, I did pop into my Netflix account, and I was amazed to see games pop up under Netflix while I was there, which I didn't even know that it was a thing. Um, So I believe that they've actually had this for uh, a quick minute there. So if it's something you want to take a look at, if you're in a different country, you can do so. Or, you know, you never know what some of those private networks might allow you to see if you're so inclined to do so. Now, not suggesting one or the other, just in case. Anyways, currently 50 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this real quick. A massive student walkout is planned this morning in Virginia. Take a listen to this report by Trey Thomas. Kids are protesting a new transgender policy that will affect which bathrooms they use and sports they play. Governor Glenn Youngkin says the current rules exclude parents, and he doesn't agree. He wants districts to comply with the changes. At least 28 schools in Fairfax County are among the nearly 100 taking part in the student walkout today. A public comment period is open until October 20th. 26th. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, so it's going to be interesting to see what goes on there. That is for sure. Anyways, a 55-year-old Pontiac man is now charged with killing 57-year-old WWJ news anchor Jim Nicolai, known in the air as Jim Matthews. Author Williamson was let into Nicole's home, Nicolai's home between midnight and 6 a.m. Friday and attacked him and his two children and his girlfriend around noon on Friday. And the judge has denied bond. The court has already made the ruling that the bond is going to be denied. There will be no bond set, no bail set today, sir. Williamson is charged with first-degree murder, premeditated murder, and two counts of assault with the intent of murder, and three counts of unlawful imprisonment. He was found in the basement of a self, um, well, hold on, in the basement with the self-inflicted injuries and had overdosed but survived. Joe Nicoli and brother of, of the murder WWJ news anchor Jim Nicoli and says that his brother, 10-year-old ten, ten son, is showing signs of improvement. He was able to squeeze his Annie's hand and look up at her, uh, into her eyes, and, and see a, a loving family member there who's there comforting him. So very interesting stuff going on. I am sure that we will get more information as we are talking um, in regards of this. So be on the lookout as we discuss more. Anyways, with that being said, let's jump real quick into this news story. Starbucks says it's ready to start contract negotiations at hundreds of U.S. stores next month. Mark Mayfield has more info. The company has sent letters to 238 stores with a proposed three-week window in October to start negotiations. All of those stores have voted to unionize this year in elections that were certified by the National Labor Relations Board. These stores are located in 36 states. Starbucks says they look forward to negotiations. Union officials are more skeptical. Starbucks has opposed unionization of its over 9,000 company-owned stores in the U.S. I'm Mark Mayfield. Okay, thank you, Mark, for that one. Anyways, I think it's time to bring some John Small back in here and let him tell us about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Roger. Elon Musk said, There's a tremendous bias against taking risks. Everyone is trying to optimize their tail covering. Now, he said a different word instead of tail, but hey, this is a family show. Elon is right on this for sure. I've worked in the broadcast radio industry almost 30 years. In that time, I've watched more and more companies buy up stations and everything become a little more corporate. In that environment, many people are afraid to take a chance on anything new. If it does not work out, you lose your job. If it does work out, maybe you get a little bit of praise, but that's about it. There's no reason to try anything new. And that is really sad to me. 
This is today's Motivation Minute. It's courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. Fasting is not for everyone, but if you're interested in trying it out and got a green light from your doctor, the following two questions usually come up. How long one should fast and what to eat after a fast is over. When you are fasting, you are repairing. The duration of your fast will vary depending on what you're looking to achieve. If you're looking to renew your cells and activate more robust ones, that's a 17-hour autophagy fast. Looking to repair your gut microbiome? That's 24 hours. Looking to repair dopamine pathways? That's 48 hours of fasting. Now, when you go to break your fast, you are stepping into growth. That's why the first couple of foods you eat really matter. Breaking your fast with clean and healthy foods, such as grass-fed meat, bone broth, and fermented foods will allow your body to heal further. For more, check out alessamorgan.com. It's this show, and they just make fun of a whole bunch of people. It's just too funny. It's too stupid. <laughs> Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. 56 minutes past the top of the hour. At the top of the hour, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm. If you want to come and hang out, you can do that by going to RadioBig.fm. That is one option, of course. Or you can go to the iHeartRadio app and look for Radio Big. Also, we have the Radio Big app on the Google Play Store and on the Apple App Store. So there you go. Some stuff to where you can actually take a listen to what the hell we have going on. That is no problemo right there as we are doing the stuff that we do. Anyways, let's talk real quick about Did You Know? Uh, a new purple tomato is expected to hit grocery store shelves soon. The USDA has approved the generically modified purple tomato, clearing the path for it to be sold in American stores next year. In addition to the unique color, the purple tomato has also more health benefits and is longer shelf life than garden variety red tomatoes, according to scientists. In fact, cancer brown mice that ate them lived around 30% longer than those normal tomatoes, according to the study. So I guess if you want to test out a purple tomato, you have the option of doing that starting next year. So I guess if you want to play that game, you're more than welcome on doing so. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. Taking a look around, let's take a look. Back in uh, 1997, NASA loses communication with the Mars Pathfinder probe. The mission was originally expected to last between a week to a month, but instead lasted about three Pathfinder sent more than 16,500 pictures back to Earth and made millions of measurements of the red planet atmosphere. Fun fact, Pathfinder on board computer boasted a whopping 512 kilobytes of RAM and 176 kilobytes of flash memory storage. Think about how advanced that was for the time. So there you go. Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. We'll talk about just a few. Avril Lavigne turns 38. Little Wayne turns 40. Uh, Trick Daddy turns 49. Gwyneth Paltrow turns 50. Steve Kerr turns 57. And Liz Torres turns 75. Those are awesome birthdays that are going on today. If you're looking at some reasons to celebrate, well, I have some of those today. National Chocolate Milk Day. National Crush a Can Day. National Corn Beef Hash Day. World Tourism Day, Morning Show Host Day, hey now, National No Excuses Day, and Ancestor Appreciation Day, so there you go. If you're looking for a random joke for today, I have one of those for you. I try to be a good person, but when someone pulls out in front of me under the speed limit, and I gonna, I'm not going to try again, you know, not to hit them. Well, we'll, we'll just say that. Uh, what's your surefire way to improve your mood on a bad day? Who said chocolate ice cream? Okay. Anyways, if you need a question for the water cooler, try this. 35% of people claim that they have never used this feature before in their vehicle. What is it? The horn. That's a lie. I use mine almost every day. Anyways, thank you for being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big. And that is the listener. Without you, we couldn't do what we do around here. Anyways, if I could leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. If you can't find peace within yourself, you will never find it anywhere else. Think about that today. Something really to think about. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.